Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Hey, what's up? It's Survivor, season 45, episode 3. You just watched an exciting travel council. Joel and Cody here to hear. We're here to break it down. No guests this week, just the two of us, and we're in person. Let's go. <laughs> what you, you got a new energy to you here? Merge boot, merge boot mode activated. Yeah, you're matter of fact. You're a pure robotic in such an exciting episode. Yep, call me Drew. <laughs> All right, not Drew. Basile. I'm Drew mode right now. All right, Drew. I have two personalities. Drew mode. I'm in Drew mode. Uh, exciting episode, though. Exciting episode. Exciting week of Survivor. You were telling me some information about some uh, ex beefs going on. Oh yes. So this week on in Survivor Twitter, uh, Wendell posted a screenshot from uh, Russell being an asshole uh, over text message, and Russell retaliated by posting Wendell's phone number. Um. I will. I say this not trying to dox Wendell. I hope that nobody listening here will go to Russell's. I'm sure he's already changed his number I think, at this point. Uh, Wendell made a video saying that he always has multiple numbers. One for Russell and the yeah, rest for, one everybody, for everybody else. else. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> when everybody got mad, Russell was like, I don't care. It's not that bad. See, I'll do it myself. Here's my phone number. <laughs> So I have texted Russell a couple times. Yeah, not Wendell though. No, I I, I wanted to. I, Russell gave out his phone number. He consented to being text messaged, but not Wendell. I said, "Hey Russell, how you been?" <laughs> and he didn't respond to that. Nothing. And I said, "Russell, you watching tonight?" <laughs> wow, you've been texting him all night. Yeah. <laughs> Should I text him, Russell? Hey Russell. What do you think? What do you think of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Just constant. Oh man, he's gonna. You're gonna make him realize that it is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Should uh, we call him on air? <laughs> you want to try to call Russell on air? <laughs> Should we? I mean, I guess we're here. Yeah. Okay. We're here. It'd be a long distance call. This is sounding... He'll think it's fraud, maybe. Oh, my God. What do you think he thought of the episode? Is this going to... I'm scared he'll pick up. I'm very scared. (laughs) That's the worst case scenario to me. Oh, it's still ringing. (laughs) This is terrifying. His yeah. phone's probably been going off nonstop. Oh. Hi, you've reached Russell with Hans Brothers Contractors. Please leave your name, number, and a brief. He message. left his contract, his business, yeah, phone number. Hey, Russell. Uh, it's uh, Joel Edmiston calling. Uh, yeah, we just wanted to have a chat about the episode. Um, I know me and you go way back, so I wanted to see how you're doing, and uh, maybe we could chat some more. Give me a call back, buddy. It'd be great to see, be great to see you sometime, um, or get a get a coffee and a chat or something. <laughs> Whoa! You asked him on a date. You asked Russell on a date. I don't know why I went in that direction. <laughs> you, you, you got smitten. I don't know why. You I, heard his answering I, machine. You got smitten. <laughs> You're blushing right now. What the hell? Hey Russell, what did you want me to say? You're a punk ass bitch. That was a, a shocking turn. We went from <laughs> joke to you falling in love, seemingly. Okay. All right, maybe I'll, I'll give him another message. I'll, <laughs> no, no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll send him another message. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say actually never mind. I changed my mind. I don't want to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a while to get to here. This is good content. People love this sort of podcasting, you know. I'm still and on you, edge. And you said that I was in a normal mood today, huh? <laughs> no, I am in fact on one. 
is Russell your Aussie? Hi, you've reached Russell with Hans Brothers Contractors. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and he'll get back with you as soon as possible. Hey, Russell, I know I just called you earlier saying that we should get a coffee or a drink sometime, but I've just been alarmed of the things you did to Ralph Kaiser in Season 22 of Survivor, and I I honestly think those things are unforgivable, so I am now retracting my invite to coffee. This is Joel, by the way. Um, what you said and did to Ralph was is um, reprehensible, and uh, it will not be tolerated by men like me. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, see you later, Russell. Bye-bye. You said that, but the whole time you were talking, you were biting your lip and blushing still. Well, I think I gave him an earful, and I hope that he um, really (laughs) has learned a thing or two. I think you uh, rang that guy out to dry Mm -hmm. the second time. Holy shit, that was a little too aggressive the second time. Should I call back to apologize? No more. No more. I can't take any more. I'm stressed to the max right now. We haven't even got started on the actual episode yet. Um, That's what you get for going after Wendell, bitch. But is is Russell your Aussie? Is that the deal? Um, meaning the, the, the f- like referencing back to when you you followed uh, Aussie's OnlyFans and he would send you videos of him jacking off on rocks. <laughs> yeah. You, well, I, you're trying to take him on a date first before he sends you uh, videos like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be more. It'll turn more into a one sided thing. Much like the thing between you and Ozzy turned one-sided, just him sending you videos of him asking you to pay for videos of him jacking off. and But I'm probably not going to do that with Russell. It'll be reverse, me just texting him. He's likely oh, not. You're I'm gonna never going to hear You're going to send him videos of you jacking off. He's going to have to pay for him to see them. <laughs> yeah, Ozzy sends them to me for free for some reason. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't pay for anything with Ozzy. He just sends them to he me. He sends them as pay-per-views. No, he sends the actual video, though, too. Pull it up. I don't have my computer. My computer's over there. Right, and it's very slow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, you and Russell kind of, like, hitting it off like this. No. Um, I found out what he did to Ralph Kaiser in season 22 of Survivor, and I thought it was unforgivable. You you kind of found out what he did, like, seconds after you thought about it, though. Like, seconds after you got done calling him. I... I found out about it, meaning I remembered. <laughs> right. Kind of hit you. Like, yeah. you were a little bit love blind at first. I was never love blind, okay? I was just trying to be nice, and then I forgot that he was an evil guy. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is that you've started this now. You did a couple messages in a row of just calling him and sending him messages. I'm worried that Russell's a spiteful person and that now he'll be calling your phone uh, nonstop as revenge and leaving I mean, messages for you. Man, my man, we get, like, so much content for this podcast. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Just lighting up your phone constantly throughout be, the day. That would be awesome. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would fucking rule. <laughs> it's kind of our dream. Maybe uh, uh, we uh, get some uh, cameos and just say they're voicemails now if we actually get the voicemails people are gonna think they're cameos yeah. anyway i'm russell hans i did not do what they say i did to ralph <laughs> let me go to coffee with you joel <laughs> i want to go to coffee with joel survivors too woke now they won't let me go to coffee with joel um <laughs> Anyway, let's get into today's episode. <laughs> yeah, why not? We we had a fun tribal council. Yeah, we're nine minutes into this. A lot of plates spinning at that tribal council, and it, and one plate in particular, the one that was spinning the, the fastest. It spun out. It spun out, smashed. Yeah, well, the thing is... Blindsided. That last week on here, I was talking about how it wasn't a great look for Sabaya, and it was the... <laughs> Time that I realized that she was a bad player. She was really gunning to keep Brandon last week. Yeah. Or so it seemed. And just like um, her isolation of Emily, too, which um, has now really backfired, as we saw here, Mm. because of her isolating Emily that whole time and really not... (sighs) 
having the best thought processes when having the shot in the dark too, realizing how she could utilize that. Um, every- Listen, I don't think she's a very good player. I appreciate that she played. Yeah. It, was, it made for entertaining television. She was a good character for three episodes. It was I, fun. I think that, yeah. Like, and, and the reason I bring this up is because for, at first we were really thinking that um, – there was there was some high praise going on. There was some like possible Ricard and Shan vibes from her and Caleb. We were thinking and everything like that, and and I, and I think Sabaya had a lot of potential. But then these episodes unravel, and then we see what happens tonight. Where uh, I just think that she made the complete wrong move, as we saw, anyways. Of take of trying to take out Caleb. Of trying to take out Caleb, who like mm. yeah, sure, Caleb can be a threat. And you can think of that as a big move. This early in the game, it's not a big move. The one tribe met Caleb for the first time. The other tribe hasn't met him at all. So they wouldn't be like, whoa, who took out that big threat? No one cares until the merge. Mm -hmm. No one cares. You can have a little story. Was she talking about it it being a resume move? Yeah, that's what she was saying in there. She was saying to uh, Sean that it would be a big move. Uh, for us uh, going forward if we're thinking about being in the finals. Right, and it's it's early to be thinking about the finals like that. I mean, they're talking about the swap. I don't know what clued them in about the swap because all of a sudden it's pretty clear that, that yeah, they're going to go to the well fucking swamp. <laughs> um, because the next time on, said so. Also, And this- Emily is wearing that blue bellow buff. Blue bellow buff. Blue bellow buff. Could we be seeing uh, a tribe with Bruce and Emily reigniting the rivalry no. that we saw? No, because he was wearing a yellow buff when he was crying in the next time on, but you were looking at your fucking phone. I was looking at something really fun. Yeah, you were looking at messages from Ollie. Uh, Ollie. <laughs> Ozzy. <laughs> yeah. I also, um, speaking of Ozzy, I got some deep intel, some deep background. Friend of a friend told me, and I don't want to say where this was or who told me about it, but apparently Ozzy was in the washroom last weekend or two weeks ago in Toronto, Ontario. In Toronto, Canada. Ontario, for the season premiere, he was in the washroom of a restaurant boning someone. And I would like to announce finally that it was me. <laughs> Um, Ozzy and I finally got to hook up. I wonder if it's, if you subscribe to his OnlyFans, if it's in there, if he's like bathroom vid. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't, content. I haven't checked my messages from Ozzy in a while. They're yeah. probably all backed up. I mean, everyone wants to sleep with Ozzy, right? So, um, I can see if, you know, Ozzy's like, oh, I'm staying in a fucking hotel in north york you want to you don't want to wait for that she's like i live with roommates in fucking parkdale okay well don't dox me (laughs) (laughs) she's like and i i did i gotta confirm that she is a woman that was a woman that he was sleeping with i my hair can be deceiving yeah i know and yeah i mean whatever but uh yes apparently they couldn't wait for a cab ride they had to Make Whoopi in the bathroom. Well, yeah, and then Ozzy can move on to the next. I wonder if this will get picked up. Anyway, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> headline. <laughs> headline one. This will make yeah. a headline. Mer- on the Merge Boot Podcast, deep background about it. Front page of the New York Times tomorrow. A lot going on in the world, yeah. but this is the most important thing right If now. the New York Times posted about every time that Ozzy busted a nut, they wouldn't have room for any other story, yeah, baby. Yeah, it, it'd be, that's what the New York Times is. It's <laughs> yes. just every article. <laughs> um, yeah, the other thing with uh, Sabaya's choice here. Sorry if you're listening with your kids today. <laughs> um, I'm not. Uh, they need to know. This is the birds and bees talk that they've uh, yeah. been dying for. Uh, the other thing with Sabaya's choice here, too, is that they send Caleb to the other camp in this episode, and he makes all of these social relationships that they, he says... They see right through him. Well, they, I mean... There, he's a player, says Mama Jay. He's a player. But if you're on... They have Jay Maya and Mama Jay? What the hell? <laughs> but if you're on Caleb's tribe, and he's going over there, 
So you have to think two things here. So best case scenario, he's just formed a lot of relationships that you can then utilize um, at the start of a merge for uh, getting votes together. So you kind of want Caleb still in the game so that you can stick with him for this. Or two, if you think that Caleb went over there, they saw through him like like what happened. Mm hmm then he's going to be the target and he's going to be the shield in front of you. So you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. So either way, it's a good scenario to keep him around. It does not make sense to get rid of him at this point in the game. I do, yeah, I don't know what was going through mind and why Sean went along with it. I don't understand either. Well, Sean is obviously a master oh, strategist. and oh, my God. People that are just picking up right now that didn't listen last week, Cody wants to make Sean into some big character that he is not he's doing fine but i mean he got blindsided this week it's a bit of a character cody picked him for fantasy blind and all of us were like okay good for you cody and cody has made it this is his martyr (laughs) like he's so right about he fell on his sword and he's dying on the cross because he picked sean and we were like oh yeah none of us really thought about him but good for you cody and cody's like he's god he's good now he's like trying to act like he's like some soothsayer (laughs) i have no idea what you're talking about Joel. this is all in your head i assure you i'm talking just the content's not there i'm talking sean's not sean's not like a master strategist I just don't, I don't believe he is. I'm talking maybe about he Sean. maybe he will be. I'm talking about Sean equally to everybody else. No, you're not. <laughs> is your mic picking up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I can you're see just, it on you're, there. You're just talking away from the mic. Uh, I thought you were talking. Yeah. Are you roasting me now? No, my mic is louder. I think. I don't today. think so. Mine is set to higher than yours. I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, you be the judge. I mean, it just might be your headphones. Mm-hmm. Could be. Okay. Let's get into it. We get back from Tribal Council. Emily is asking Sabaya mm-hmm. where the vote was. Did you vote? And Sabaya's like, yeah, I voted. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't notice that uh, Jeff only read two votes. She caught up. She is smart, and people get annoyed by this, but she is nothing gets past her, you know? Yeah, she shouldn't have called it out in that moment. That was... I mean, it didn't end up mattering because Sabaya went home anyways. But no, Sabaya just lied. I mean, Sabaya ended up working with her anyway. Yeah. I think, I mean, we'll get to this later. We're going to try and go chronologically. But I, I do think Sabaya highly underestimated Emily's gameplay. And I think Emily's obviously playing circles around her at this point. She saved herself last week. Emily might be the best survivor player of all time. Well, <laughs> compared to the, some of the people that she got put on the tribe with. <laughs> yeah, she's at least better than three of them. Mm-hmm. Well, we're still out there if she's better than Sean or not. It, mm, I think she might be better than Sean. Uh, just early prediction because I think she did a good move this week. She did well, and I, she did what she did very well last week. And was what did I ever think I would be saying this after the first episode? No, I did, I did not. I thought that we the first episode we were. Nervously excited about Emily. We mm-hmm. were concerned. We had our concerns, mm-hmm. but we also thought good TV. We need this person to stick around, but I don't think she's going to. Now, I th- I think she's in for the long haul. I think she's like a hero. This She was like <laughs> setting herself up to be a villain, but now I'm like, oh my God, underdog. Let's go. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, she's really, she's really interesting. And I, I think that she's a... Uh, a complex person that we're understanding mm-hmm. and uh, starting to get uh, more of a feel for. And honestly, came across so unlikable at first, but is really coming around. Yeah, she is. I think that the more you kind of get her and you're like, oh, don't do that, Emily. Now we're on her side and we're like, oh, no, not that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. God this bless is, her. This is... Uh, this is a unique survivor character we're experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, yeah, we see that. Um, we don't really get the strategy, what's going on. We do see, we, I mean, we. I guess, I'm just trying to talk about the first scene when they get back to tribal. We do see 
we last week we saw a lot of waffling with Sabaya, but coming back from tribal, it seemed like she's like, no, we just had to cut. And the Marines, it's never gotten left. Nobody's left behind, but we did have to cut some slack. Survivor's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we and then we see as soon as Brandon's gone, the first challenge they do without him, the reward challenge was absolutely dominant performance without Brandon. Being Caleb there. really rocked it in that challenge. See, I don't see how you could like you have to be really confident in a, the first swap in like six years to happen mm-hmm. with voting out Caleb at that point anyway. Like he he rocked the only challenge you won. Um, well, in season in the first Edge of Extinction season, they vote out Chris Underwood third. We all know what happened afterwards, but. The strategy there was they he was doing the only one doing well for them in challenges, but they voted him out um, because they knew a swap was coming, and then a swap did come the next episode. I don't know where what writing on the wall they they've been seeing, but voting out a, a strategic and physical threat, social threat, all of this um, before the swap mm-hmm. for whatever reason ha- is there is some precedent there. I mean, and yeah, it's interesting because maybe you could also look at it in a way where it was like Sabaya didn't um, strike quick enough. He already made a close um, connection with Emily, who was on the outs. She should have seen that from last week. She should have, yeah. but she's been, and that, that's where we kind of got the faults of Sabaya last week was how uh, disconnected she was and how it, it seemed like she was very like stuck with her alliance and didn't really worry about the other connections. It is how it Sabaya. Yeah. Okay. So can you pull up the, um, the cast list? Cause I want to go to the other tribes and start talking about people because there was a lot of content on the other tribes as well. So much so that I was almost wondering if we were going to see someone else, um, go to tribal tonight. Yeah. Cause we did, uh, we did get more about, uh, Katura and, uh, Bruce. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit about them, yeah. We we did get a little bit about uh, them as well. We, did, we got a we got a lot about that 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 power alliance on Reba. We got a lot about D Drew um, Austin I, and and uh, I think we should go through the Bellow stuff Charlie. first because it's uh, less. Okay. And okay, I'm just saying we did get a lot of that. Yeah, we did. Um, but we went to Bello uh, first because we got Jake falling The first over. thing we see is Jake having a little spasm. Yeah, it seemed like he probably just got lightheaded and fainted. But they were... Mm-hmm. Um, he probably was looked at by medical, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would guess so. I would guess that because uh, it was Kendra that was with him. Mm-hmm. And, and what is she, a bartender? What's she going to do? Yeah, she She's she like, thought, oh, you want, you want a shot? You'll, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> she thought he seizured at first. Yeah. Which um, didn't seem like that to me. I think he was just lightheaded. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's good that he didn't fall in any coals. No, you were worried about that last week. Mm-hmm. But we see him fall over, and then uh, maybe... This was a great strategy play by Jake. He he faked the faint because it made him more connected to Kendra. I don't after. think he faked the faint. He faked the faint. He didn't fake it. Master strategist Jake O'Kane. N- Jake is Jake is not a fake. Jake faked the. Uh, just bear with me now. Mm-hmm. Faked the faint so that Kendra, who he knew was a very empathetic person, liked to listen to people, bartender. Mm-hmm. Would come over to him, and they would be able to ignite in a conversation where then she would feel like she's taking care of him, therefore take care of him throughout the rest of the game. So Jake faked the feint to yep. force this relationship. I don't I don't think that's what happened. You could say it did. No. 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 <laughs> but that's one of the things we saw, and we saw them get connected in that way, where mm-hmm. Kendra did say that she uh, felt more connected to him. Right. And um, felt like they were um, conversing well and everything like that. And she, br- she brought up how they were worried about um, a male can alliance I, happening. Can I, can I tell you what I think actually happened there? Okay. Kane had, i sorry, Jake had a real faint. He actually well, got lightheaded yes, from the... I know he had but, a But... Kendra's empathy was faked. Really? You yes, she, she pretended it. <laughs> wow. We're on different yeah. ends of the spectrum mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. We, you think that Kendra's the master strategist in this mm-hmm. 
I think Jake's the master strategist in this, mm-hmm. but in reality, it was a real human moment. <laughs> in reality, it's Bruce. <laughs> in reality, Bruce, Bruce. Bruce put the smoke there yeah. <laughs> so that that would happen. <laughs> Took some of Jake's blood in the middle of the yeah. night. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we got a little bit of that. We got some more concern. We got of Kendra saying that Bruce Brando, she voiced that to Jake that they were a male alliance. Mm. We know that now it's interesting on here because we have Kendra and Jake that have formed uh, a kind of like mini alliance, mm-hmm. um, little like uh, friendship here, and then we have Brando with Kelly mm-hmm. that has a friendship within the two. There's the middle. And then we have Katura hating Bruce still, which we got more of that content of uh, – we got two things. We got how much Katura hates Bruce we got from somebody else. And then also Katura, every time someone complains about Bruce, yes. she makes sure she to emphasize down. it. Yeah, yeah, double down on it, make sure to emphasize it so it sticks in their head. But it does seem like everyone – when they talk about it, they're like, well, Katura really wants Bruce out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's working for her, but yeah. uh, it, it's interesting nonetheless. I really hope that the swap shows Bruce and Katura still on the same drive. Bruce is crying. Yeah, because Katura's on there. Maybe. He's like, oh, Katura's being mean. <laughs> she doesn't like it when I do the robot. Yeah. One thing I noticed about Jake today mm-hmm. is he said Emba. Like he was like, the Emba's really... Got the smoke in my face, and it was yeah. like, oh, that reminds me of Boss Rousing Amba. Yeah, this for some reason the other confessionals with Jake, and I could be wrong, but it didn't stick out to me as much as Boston accent. But this episode really stuck out. Maybe I we think, got more content from I think him. The smoke laden made him lightheaded. Like people's accents come out when they're drunk, right? Right. Like, so when, the, if they're trying to hide it, they can't hide it when they're drunk. So maybe the smoke acted like a shot of fucking. Boston whiskey or some shit, you know? Holy shit. It was like, oh my God, the Ambas. It did remind me of Boston Rob saying Amber, though. Oh, interesting. Amba. I think that's, what a fun, what a fun little connection. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Bello? Because that's kind of all we Well, the boys went fishing and Brando told a very off-color joke about loan sharks. What? Yeah, it was, it was honestly offensive. I I don't remember. He said, what do you call a banker in the ocean? A loan shark. Oh. It's really not good. That's not good. All of the oceaneers will no. be pissed off about that. People are going to be fucking mad. Much like Kendra would have been mad if they raided their camp. Mm-hmm. She said she was going to lose her shit. Yeah, she probably would have thrown Jake's fainted body at them. She's got a mouth on her. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Reba. <laughs> it's, it, there's there's interesting dynamics going on, and it's and it'll be interesting to see who gets split up and who's saying goodbye to each other. All that stuff. It's fun. It's a fun fun dynamics on that Bellow tribe. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. We on- didn't hear much from Bruce today, though. No, we didn't. We we heard. I swear to you. That it was the people on the sidelines during the immunity challenge from Reba that said that Bruce is annoying. I think it was Kelly. I thought it was. I th- thought it was Reba that said it. Do you think it was Julie saying that? <laughs> yeah, Bruce is annoying. Eh? Bruce is annoying. Yeah, I think so. So he's not going to be maybe pop as popular. No, and we he was our winner pick. Both of our winner pick. Um, was he? No, I don't think so. <laughs> We didn't draft. Nobody drafted Bruce. Right, yeah. Um, But, yeah, let's talk about Reba here. We got a lot of Reba content. It almost seemed like we were going towards maybe a Reba tribal council. I guess we can – let's talk about the reward challenge. The fruits. And then we'll we'll use that as a way to, like, get into – the raid and everything that's happening on Reba. I like how our segues, both when you and I do it, we're like running it by each other. So mm-hmm. it's the least smooth segue every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're explaining to each other each time what a segue well, is. Well, you cut all this stuff out, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all cut out. Um, the whole episode is. I don't release any of these. No, I know. <laughs> None this of these just, go on a feed. This is I just come us. here to talk with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the reward challenge was weird because it started with the first obstacle, and I put that in quotations, is them 
running through the water. Nothing in the water. There's no. It's not like extra salt. I mean, jump running off a in raft. water is tough, though. I know, but the, usually there's something they're going. What do you mean extra salt? Well, I mean that makes a water more viscous. It's harder to put your. Do you think Jeff's in. dumping a big bag of salt? I mean, maybe that's a, the, in the salt yeah, there's, water. There's lots of salt in this water. It's harder to get through. <laughs> they make them crawl through mud. Yeah, but that spin through mud while they're stuck in a water. net. I don't know. That, that could be a thing that they did. This is really salty water, so it's hard to swim in. <laughs> I think that just running through water to start is just a, a little because then you go through the sand and everything. They didn't. They hard. just didn't have anything. No, everything's already it's, hard. It's fine. I, I like them yada yadaing a reward challenge. Is the thing you know? I, the, I think the main reason Lulu won today. That, that that the reward challenge because of the yada yada no puzzle no puzzle true the puzzle is the downfall no one's good at puzzles listen well, they cast people that are good at puzzles Brandon Brandon said pretended he was good at puzzles the other person that at least looked like they were good at puzzles quit <laughs> so yeah well. Uh, I think I think that none of them are just good at puzzles and that's why they fucked up at the at the immunity challenge as well. So, they big basket of fruit. Yeah. And a lot of grape. A lot of the, about them eating grapes. Yeah, I think that really was the liked. only good fruit, good ripe fruit that they gave them. Looked like there was a um um what's a lime? It what's the uh, the palm? What's the palm stuff? What is that? Coconut? No, no, no. With all like the seeds, you eat the seeds inside. Oh, pomegranate. Pomegranate. Yeah, but I was thinking the palm drink. I was like, what are, what are they Used for that pomegranate. Mm-hmm. There looked like there was pomegranate. Perhaps there was. It looked like a whole bucket of pomegranate. I don't think it was just pomegranate, but there I was. Think there was some pomegranate. One point there was a there was a close up of a lime. I know there was bananas there. They get very excited about this. There and was bananas. They, I mean, here's the thing about the fruit challenge. Yeah. The fruit reward is that it, they can only eat it pretty quickly. That stuff doesn't last very long on the island. No, but it, it's so like. Energizing. No, no. I mean, and especially if you haven't eaten fucking shit, and Lulu hasn't even like warmed anything up. You know how much I would die for a banana when I was out there. You weren't out there. You were never out there. Do you think that they would allow me as my personal item to still keep Aussie's OnlyFans on the island? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, that it's sort of like uh, Jackson's lithium. I can't go without my Aussie ding dong. Yeah. It's like they find out you have to leave the game. <laughs> I can leave the game. I can't go without my Aussie ding dong. You just see me crying on the beach. Yeah, like Hannah, Hannah crying about nicotine. You're like, I want Aussie's only fans. I need to see a video of Aussie tracking off on the raw. Person's like, oh yeah, I miss my family. I miss my kids so much. I understand what you mean. I'm like, yeah, I miss Aussie ding dong. I miss his only fans. I like the family visit. Is this you getting to sign into your only fans? <laughs> Aussie's on the screen on a video chat that I'm paying for. Yeah. <laughs> Today was just a recharge. Yeah. <laughs> I needed it so bad. <laughs> I needed that boost. It's me on a sp- on a sprint phone. That's the reward. <laughs> me on sprint phone on the Aussies only fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. We got video messages from your family and for Cody, Aussies newest video. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all of them play like Kendra's mom and. <laughs> Brando's brother chatting and then just a video of Fozzie jacking off and they're like, oh, Cody, Cody. They're all happy for you. And you're, you're like, oh. This is the boost I needed. I think I can make the win the game now. And then there's a letter from home. It's a drawing. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um... Where were we? Okay, we did the fruit. Um, okay, so. Uh, buddy, Caleb comes back to Reba. Reba came in second, so they did get fruit, too. They got some fruit, and they're eating the fruit, and they're like, they knew. Mm-hmm. They knew that they were coming. And obviously, they weren't allowed to take the flint. No. Because they would take the flint. 
Yeah, you would do that for. I mean, and it would, and that was confirmed later when they were like, "On the only th- thing substantial that we could take was the fishing gear, and we can't cook because we don't have flint." Yep. Um. So, uh, uh, he takes to do the, but he's being very charming and all this stuff, and but he you has can't this advantage. Take the flint, though, too, if your confidence levels up during the reward, you're like, "Well, without Brandon, we demolished all these other teams." Mm-hmm. Then you're be like, "We're going to win the flint anyways. We're going to get flint for just not going to tribal council because that's what you get." What do you mean? You get you get flint when you yeah. don't go to tribal council. Yeah. So that's what they would have been thinking in their head, like, oh, we don't... No, I, I, I honestly think the show was like, you can't take the flint. I mean, it, it would make sense, I think too. the producer said that. Because you would be thinking, though, as well, like, oh, we're probably going to get the flint, so if we get the fishing gear, we'll get the flint when we win. We just got this fruit. We're recharged. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out that way. No, I did, but I think it was a producer thing. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. Um, okay, so... Main thing I want to bring up is the main J Maya and Sifu content we got is that they're going to start a little band together. It seems. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, Caleb asked them to harmonize because you find out they were both musicians, and Caleb and uh, uh, Sifu picks up the 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 machete and starts playing like an electric guitar. Like, and honestly, I could I could hear that guitar is pretty good. <laughs> it was shredding. There was he definitely was no added effects. No, I don't to think the, the editors added any any metal to that. I think he was actually playing that on the his. So I mean, Caleb's strategy, which he he spoke about being a salesman. It's I'm good not to, done talking about seafood playing the machete. Well, we'll get back into this. Okay, into the seafood because that's part of the strategy. It's part of the fun. So he said, like being a salesman, to you need to let people have people let their guard down, mm-hmm. which they did have their guard up when he came over there. Mm-hmm. And and he, it was it Drew that said in, in confessional, "I'm worried about this guy. He's the salesman." Yeah, it it was, but um, Caleb also, you know, he did. He had everybody having fun there. He started um, interacting with them. People were having fun. People were laughing, and then they were giving him information which drew gave him some information mm-hmm. so in return he gave him yeah drew told him about the safety without power yeah well yeah because and, and he recognized okay drew is a player this is the kind of person i want to work with rather than against going mm-hmm. into a merge mm-hmm. so I, I thought that was really interesting and uh, some good strategy too i think that um you are you're not going to bring up the seafood thing with the machete are you no we've, i am we've gone past it no i am but Drew, okay. Drew being a player, I think that even though they saw through Caleb, he's still probably going to be someone that they'll work with over other people. Hopefully. Hopefully. But back to Sifu shredding on the guitar yeah, and then trying to get J. Maya into it. And she was like doing yeah. it a bit. Yeah. But like, how can you? I uh, think they're different types of musicians, but you know, Dua Lipa and Elton John. Yeah, Dua Lipa and Elton they John. They made beautiful stuff together. You know, Lou Reed and Metallica. Mm-hmm. Um, Who else? Uh, trying to think of something, like, weird and Black different. Eyed Peas and Fergie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I mean, they were. She was one of them. <laughs> she was a pea. Yeah, she became a pea. Yeah. yeah. She was so alternative to them that... They were like, this is a perfect fit. And I think that maybe J. Maya's not going to be a solo artist anymore. You think her and Sifu are going to go forward? Yeah. They're going to be Fergie and Will I Am. Yeah. People killing, people dying, children hurting, hear them crying. Was Fergie on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is the love? No, that was JT, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he, well, that. he was on it too, but she was on that one. Justin Timberlake She's... and Black Eyed Peas, that's a good one too. Yeah, that's a good one. This is Timberlake in Timberland as well. They're, well, that's a... Whew. Nelly Furtado in Timberland. Yeah. Nelly Furtado and Swollen Members. Did they did the track together. Breathe. Breathe. Well, cool. You'd know that. Oh, uh, Chad Kroger and Carlos Santana. Chad Kroger and Josie Scott. What'd she do? He uh, The Spider-Man song. The oh, Hero. I'm so yeah. high. Hero can see. I did that on karaoke recently. Initiated. I did it as Mr. Bean. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're having fun here today. Yeah. Santana had a lot of different duets as well. Do you think the episodes that I say, I hate this episode, this uh, sucks, those end up being really uh, popular episodes with people, but now one that we're both having fun on, people aren't going to like this at all? I think people are going to enjoy this. You think so? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are going to like this. They're going to love it. They're going to fucking eat it up. They're going to give us smooches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you like this episode, come over to our places and give us smooches. Was that the only Sufu? We, we did see, like... Um, Jemaya meditating and kind of singing a bit on the beach. Yeah, we saw that, but I, I mean, we didn't really get a lot of them. They're they're on the outs on that tribe, mm-hmm. and that's the all. Swap's we gonna need say, to know. and they say that the swap's gonna save us. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. A whole new. Oh yeah, they're kind of like Jasmine and Aladdin as well. Yeah, wow. two different worlds. Holy shit! I. uh I like everybody on the uh, Reba except for uh, uh, Drew kind of came around on me because when he got caught looking for that idol with his tail between his legs Mm -hmm. and lost all confidence, he suddenly turned into Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what like you were talking about him like you hate him because you think he's cocky and all this stuff and. Ryan and I were basically last week being like, yeah, but that's still good TV. If he's cocky, it's going to like, he's going to fall flat on his face, likely, you know, like unless he's Tommy Sheehan. And I think it's like, it'll be fine. Like, it'll be, it'll be good TV. I still. Uh, he, got, he got caught um, digging and uh, they, they threw Sifu under the damn bus. <laughs> yeah, they said, yeah, that's oh, true. We saw, we saw Sifu digging. Yeah, he was digging here. Yeah. Well, then why would you keep digging there? Wouldn't he have already found it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Why would you go where he's already been? And they and D D was was upset. She said it was like seeing a boyfriend cheating on her. Yeah, it's pretty big. I, I mean, would be bad. It was pretty. I Those mean, toes. It's bad. Um, she's gonna kick you. You can see what Drew's faults are. Like if. If he's truly the smartest man in the world, like he says he is, uh-huh. his fault is that he's, like, not very self-aware, mm-hmm. and he's not the best socially, although people do come up to him a lot. I think he's pretty good socially. Yeah. I think he's, and uh, it's interesting him, him he, I, I, he's a bad liar, you know, like, and it's probably best that maybe he can use that to his advantage, but... As long as he doesn't try and lie like he did with Dee and, and Julie. I think it is that he has used information and that he's n- not willing to, like he's willing to say to his advantage. And that's how he got the advantage from Caleb, which is the exact advantage that um, Austin ended up needing. But except um, I do want to talk about how these idols, you need to risk your vote for it to be a thing now. Because can... Austin used that. Um, oh, can he use the the vote thing? The vote? As the risk your vote thing. I think he can. I think that loses your vote, and then you can use that. You risk it, and then you use that. Yeah. And if you don't use it, you... You lose it. Lose it. That's why Ozzy uses it all Every the day. time. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so... Okay, so that's that's interesting to track. So uh, Austin has this advantage where, or, or I guess now Drew has this advantage where he has to keep his vote around or whatever, or you know whatever it is. He he uh, he if he if he loses his vote, he can use it at one tribal council if he doesn't have a vote. Yeah. So I wonder if somebody uses a seal of vote on him, can he use it? You know, like what are the conditions? Does that just cancel out like a? a, a it's anywhere where a you lose a vote, vote. It says anywhere where you lose a vote, you can gain have a vote. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So even when you risk it, I think that that uh, they're not gonna. He might not go to tribal council until the merge. Anyway, we'll see how the shakeup goes. But Austin's a copy, so I don't know. Austin's really good at challenges. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, do you think they're going to, um, well, the swap is going to be to two tribes? Hmm. Um, I don't know. 
because they, there's only th- there's three people left on Lulu. So to get an even number, they would have to put it into th- three tribes. Three tribes, yeah. Or if they swap to two tribes, just one of it and it is in balance. Hmm. Maybe one person will go away to a journey. Yeah, like an exile. Yeah. But I did, like, I did see, I thought I saw Bruce with a yellow buff. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that Bruce had a yellow buff when he was being a crybaby. Yeah. So, we, um, we also joked with the, uh, during the episode with the reward challenge, like, if, uh, if Lulu didn't win, what would people steal from their uh, camp? Why mm-hmm. would you? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut some of Caleb's toenails off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take those. I guess I'm gonna take all the buffs. Then they just don't have any tribe pride. Yeah, I'm gonna take I don't know your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like. If 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 Reba won that, what would they take from anyone? <laughs> yeah, that they did that no one else have. They're the only one that got a major reward. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think know. I think Reba, sorry, Bello got like a lesser of the fishing reward. Yeah, so you just take that. And yeah, have, I don't know. Whatever. Hey, uh, Reba got with uh, Austin getting his idol now. Uh-huh. They got a hammer out of it too. They got a tool. Usually yeah. you have to earn tools. But they can't use the hammer in front of Sifu and Jemiah because it says go break the... <laughs> it's like ingrained on a go break the rock. That's that's how the, the production... The clever production people, that's how they make very it. Very clever. Very smart. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I like the D. It seemed like D and Julie were going to go and get it on their own, but they ended up telling Drew and Austin about it. And then yeah. they said we could have done... We could have did this on our own. And if D got it... Or or whatever, then they just don't tell Austin. Then Austin never gets his vote for as long as he lives. Never? No, he would never get his vote. That's so funny. We've never seen that happen yet. Like someone just find the beware advantage naturally that didn't get the initial. So no wax. So that's good. Like there's no asking around about shit, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um. Everybody's getting their own sort of scavenger hunt for each idol. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Breaking a rock with a hammer. The wax is tough if you're on the bottom. Like, it happened to be, like, for Lulu, the wax was a tough thing. Sabaya was smart with bringing that to tribal council like that. I didn't even think of that. I did last week. I think I even brought it up last week. <laughs> I didn't listen. No, obviously not. Um, yeah. If you're not talking about Sean, I don't listen. Are we missing anything? We we got a lot of Reba content. Um, we did get a lot of Reba content. There's just some interesting, you know, stuff rumbling with that core four. But I think Drew and Austin got them back in the end. I think I think they're feeling I, good with each other now. I think so, but I I think that D has uh, Drew kind of on a bit of a drew or austin i think both of them i think maybe both of them but she seemed more so towards drew why where's this well because he looks like napoleon dynamite and austin looks like a god yeah i mean he is handsome and if you're thinking about who's making the plan and you're looking at both of them like who's saying not to tell us like you're gonna say it's Drew. he is the one that came up with the seafood lie yeah and uh whatever he also came up with getting caught digging and then when they're like, hey, are you looking for coconuts? And then he just didn't say anything, got up and walked the other way. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sifu. Uh, it was Sifu. <laughs> Sifu uh, was digging for coconuts. No, we saw you. <laughs> How are we supposed to get seafood if we don't have our fish? I'm right here. I said seafood, not seafood. <laughs> If we don't have our fishing equipment, how are we supposed to get seafood? I said seafood. Now this podcast makes me want to die. Pretty good, eh? No. Jay Maya. Okay, yeah. And I... Anyway, okay, <laughs> let's go back to Lulu. Um, uh, in between, while Caleb's away raiding the other tribe, they're talking about how social he is, how good he was in that challenge, um, and uh, it seems like Emily's good, but then Sean and... Uh, Sabai are talking, you know, we should really, um, maybe get out Caleb and Sean's like, is it too soon though? 
but that we don't see any convincing, but she does convince him. And, and it, it made, made me realize, oh, this is the real relationship here. Yeah. Well, Sean did say too, like, I'm just with you. Like, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah, Whatever yeah. you want to do, I'm with you. Yeah. And, um, uh, Emily comes back, hears about it, and goes, okay, whatever. I'm surprised that I wouldn't be on the bottom, and I'll do whatever you need. And then, you know, she's like, that's weird because Caleb put me under his wing last week, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But then they actually they have a horrible showing at the puzzle. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I want to say, too, like with this Emily play, and I don't want to hype up like Emily too much because it really is starting to sound like I think she's the best of all time. But I mean, it's so rare that in these like in this modern survivor lately, like people do the safe plays or just like if they're on the bottom, they stay at the bottom. So the fact that with Emily and what Emily's been or what Emily did in this episode where I'm, like, yelling at the TV, you need to tell Caleb, you need to tell Caleb. In this modern Survivor, the last few seasons, almost every time I'm telling the TV that, they don't do it. Mm-hmm. or And they don't make the move fast enough. And if she didn't make that move today, she would have just been screwed. So the mm-hmm. fact that she did that and did what me at home as a viewer, which is the easiest place to be in <laughs> at home as the viewer... But the fact that she actually did that was so satisfying to me, and I, I just want to point that out. I but but if if you remember, it did come right after Sabaya showed her the idol, and then uh, Emily realizes that Sabaya has been dishonest with her, and so she goes, "Oh, you know what? I do need to." And they and I think really the only reason that Sabaya even did that to say that to Emily because she knew that she just wanted to put the candle in the fire anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what she just, that's, yeah. and she wanted to not, that not be a surprise to Emily. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it was, it was like an empty gesture. Yeah. She, oh. And, and we even got a, a confessional from Sabaya being like, I'm doing this as like a trust thing. So Emily, if Emily's in on my information, so now she trusts me. It's like, well, no, you kind of, it's too little too late. And and Tobiah did say at the end, oh, it's kind of an honor because they obviously voted me out because they feared me. Well, no, Caleb had no choice. It was either vote you out or go home. Yeah, well, I mean, good on Caleb for believing Emily. I mean, there must have been a much longer conversation than the one we saw. I think there was enough at Tribal Council where Tobiah seemed off. To me, Tobiah seemed too off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man. Yeah, there's no twist here. She's voting Caleb. Because there's always a part in your head where you're like, oh, the editing or something. But I was like, no, there's no twist here. She's voting Caleb for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I think that Caleb uh, picked up on it. Or maybe there was more to it that we didn't see after as well of like Emily um, said something that was really convincing. But it, it, it seems... Well, I think all Emily needs to say is it didn't start after the tribal. It started while you were doing the raid. Yeah. See, they brought this up when you were doing the raid. That would make him suspicious for sure. Are you worried that we're that the show is targeting taking people out that believe in aliens and the pyramids? Because it seems like every person that's going home is, and getting out are the ones that we're talking about that knows the truth about the pyramids being charging stations. Yeah, you know that there may be that uh, over at Ponderosa there's some fucking pyramid talk or maybe they're building some at ponderosa maybe yeah holy shit interesting that is interesting um (laughs) that is very interesting (laughs) but we did see i mean um good move too i mean it was a bigger move than caleb wanted to do we did see in his confessional he didn't feel like the need to do a big move like that like take out sabaya um Uh obviously he had to in that situation but what the editors set up is that we weren't even we were thinking that he would put Emily down. Yeah, would put Emily down. Which then, if he did put Emily down, it wouldn't have been the worst thing because it would have been a three way tie, and then him and Emily could have been like, "Okay, I believe you. I'm so sorry. Let's vote out Sabaya." Yeah. Okay. Um, so it wouldn't have been a big deal, and Sabaya was going home no matter what in that situation. I think mm-hmm. um, because of Sabaya risking her vote, of course. Um, 
to get more power to the idol, which I immediately knew she was going to do. I was like, she's going to read that, and she's going to be too confident and not even No, be I think what had happened is that Sean would decide because he was the only one not voted for. No, they would have went to one more revote. They would have went to one more. Oh, one more revote. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but not the people that, that were voted for don't get to vote. No, 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 not So for... it would be Sean voting. Really? Yeah. No, I think they would be able to re-vote. No, the people that were that are, are uh, part of the tie don't get to vote. I don't know. It's um, true. Okay. But what happened at the end of the day is someone went home with an mm-hmm. idol. We saw someone go home and with we, an idol. We, we almost saw a 2-2 two, two tie. Had yeah. Sabaya not um, had to risk her vote. Yeah. And that's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a deus ex machina for, for uh, Caleb and, and Emily. Because, like, it would have been, you know, them going to rocks or bl- having to convince Sean to flip. Uh, what a, like, what a blessing. It was actually really fun TV to see that happen and yeah. to see that basically just w- whether Sean would have flipped or not, watching Sabaya tank her game by risking her vote was really fun. Yeah, that and, was fun. And if she didn't risk it, she could have used it because she fucking needed it. Yeah, could have used that idol. It was only good for one vote, so. Yeah, exactly. Don't used- risk it. Vote and use your idol. On yourself, yeah. Yeah. What a loser. Mm-hmm. Now someone went home with an idol already. Episode three. Let's it was, go. It was super fun, and Sabaya was really fun to watch. And, he, like, listen, you know, people going after their ally, that their closest ally that early, not anybody with that sort of mindset. Obviously, Survivor breaks your brain a bit. Going to Tribal Council that much breaks your brain a bit, a, a bit because you lost three in a row. But it, it is it was fun. Um that she did that because something like that's not going to win, but it's really entertaining to watch, you know? Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of Ricard and Chan, where they were, we got a lot of discussions about the, what the right moment would be, and it was later in the game, and maybe that was even too early. Uh, yeah, I think it was about. too early, yeah. But this was definitely too early. Yeah. <laughs> this was certainly too early. Either way, I don't, I think... It has been assessed, it's been told by everyone that Caleb doesn't realize uh, the threat that he's putting out there. No, and we're getting told that. So that's going to be interesting, too. I don't think he's the winner, unfortunately. I I, I don't know. I I had a good feeling last week the way he was with Emily. I was like, this guy could fucking win it. But seeing everybody else's perspectives perspectives this week, I'm like, nobody wants to go. Emily might be the winner. Emily's going to win. That's what he said about fucking Carolyn. This shit just doesn't happen, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, interesting. Um, Savaya going home with the idol. I think this was the first time that we heard this early. We can't go to the final two. I can't be in the final two with this guy. Or I can't be in the final three with this guy. No. Um, this early into the game? Brockton Ron was saying that about Elaine in the first episode in no. season 39. Fair enough. Yeah, I d- it's funny to think about it that uh, far in advance. Yeah, well, that's why they voted out Brockton Ron in the first episode of Survivor Thirty Nine, Island of the Idols. Yeah, and Brockton Ron was a character. Oh God, he he could have stuck around. He was a poker player. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, have we said everything? I, I, said I, everything. I just I, I we haven't. I get so get so worried because, because of the pyramids. Because and the, of the pyramids but we brought thing. them up again, Joel. It's yeah. fine. How we could you not them. bring up the pyramids? I was, I was. We they, will, they beat the shit out of me. I know they beat the living shit out of you. They freaking they and they let you get off scot free. Well, no, they they threw me down on the ground, gave me a pink belly, and jerked me off until it was drained. Yeah. That was just Ozzy. I would have liked to die. <laughs> that was Ozzy that did that, but they did. They didn't even go near my cock. Yeah, or balls. No, they really. Did a number on my fucking head, though. <laughs> yeah, you still got bruises. They made me. They made me breathe in a bunch of smoke, and it gave me a seizure. <laughs> they, I, I'd like to announce, though, that because of all of the violence that you inflicted on Joel and all the pleasure you gave to me, mm-hmm. 
we will bring up the pyramids every single episode this season. Just yeah. for all of you. Yes. We bring up the pyramids every time. Yes, yeah, sorry we didn't bring it up in the premiere episode. We were fucking stupid, and please, God, forgive me, and don't beat the shit out of my fucking head again. Yeah, don't beat the shit out of Joel's head like we're going to beat this pyramid joke into the ground. Yeah, and or beat... Don't beat the shit out of my head like you beat the cock to come out of Cody's cock. <laughs> this is the birds and the bees, kid. Yeah. This is the birds and the bees. Um. Okay. Predictions for next week. Swap time. Okay. Swap. So hard to predict with a swap. But I think that people are going to want to work with Lulu because they're drained. They're just split up. Mm-hmm. So I think that... With the relationships that Caleb maybe started, that maybe Reba and Lulu will work together and take out a bellow. Mm. Um, and I think that Bruce is always going to be a threat. So I almost think this might be oh, no. maybe a Bruce. No. I think maybe a Bruce. No. No, I don't want it. I think maybe Bruce. I am predicting J. Maya goes home. Jemaya, interesting. Yeah, I that, just think it'll be an easy vote. I think the swap cut the slack. Yeah, her own tribe will be like, she's not even in. Yeah, and they they sell her as she's a strategic mastermind. We need to get her out. She's too good. She's too good. We got to get Jemaya out. And she's a great so. singer. We would love to have her sing us lullabies before we go to fucking sleep. But we need her out. She's too much of a strategic threat. I kind of think that Jay Maya with this swap is going to be put into a better position, to be honest. That's what I think was going to happen with Sifu. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sifu, there's a lot of people in the other tribes that Sifu might get along with. So and and Sifu's going to give a lot of information because he's on the outs anyways. I don't know if he knows he's on the outs or if he's just having mm-hmm. fun. I have no idea. But he's definitely going to play some guitar out there, machete, and he's going to be very popular. Yeah, and I love I love when Sifu plays the guitar. I'm 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 going to stick with Bruce. And then who's your pop of the week this week? Um, let me think about that. Hmm. I have mine. I'm going to say Caleb. Yeah, I, I'm saying Caleb, too. I wanted to say someone different, so maybe I'll say Sean, but... Mm, no. <laughs> you can't say that. Okay. It's not allowed. I'll say Caleb. Okay. Caleb okay. or Sabaya or or Emily? Um, I don't think Sabaya. Maybe Emily. Emily? Oh, yeah. Emily's good, too. Um, I'm still going to say Caleb because his relationship building, even though it might blow up in his face at the end of the day, it still might not for a while, mm-hmm. so... I don't know. I think that he's coming across as a big threat, but he's also coming across really interesting and likable. So I'm hoping he stays in. And I, th- I, I'm thinking that Caleb must be at this point. And I haven't talked to all of the fans yet, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking that Caleb must be a fan favorite at this point. Or if you're watching at home, who you're leaning towards, you're like, I think I'm going to be cheering for this. He guy. brought up that he was from Canada this week. Yeah, which made us. And then we also got a flashback, and in, in, not a flashback, but in the last time on, which is, I'm so glad it's back. Please, loving 90-minute episodes, and the thing I love the most is the last time on. I don't know why, I just love the last time on. I love the, and I love the fucking, um, the credits, but anyway, they showed us Bruce, quote-unquote, name-dropping again. Yeah, and all of the last time on was about Bruce and uh, Katura. Yeah. What, what the hell? It didn't even really come up that much. It's it, weird. It, it, like we were reminded, we were told twice that Kane is from Canada and that he's a, he's a sick guy. <laughs> the last time on, I disagree with you. This last time on's awful. It didn't even, the point of a last time on. I think on, they're silly. They're fun. The point of a they're last time on shit. is to remind you of something that's going to come into play. They, that they did t- not come they did. into play. They, they they reminded us of the candle idol and how Austin had found a be rare advantage. I don't know. That's pretty loose. All right, that's a little everybody. too loose for me. 
thank you so much for watching. Make Not sure watching. you follow us on the old Insta, on the old uh, Twitter. Twitter. Give us five stars if on you can. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. On Spotify. Um, yeah, that would be really nice to do for us. Yeah, that would be really nice. And check us out on Instagram. Maybe I'll post a poll. What will be the poll this week? Do you like the last time on? Yeah, do you like the last time on? Do you like the last time on? Do you think Kane is a good name drop? Would you be impressed if someone brought up Kane as a name drop? Oh, I wanted to bring up something we didn't bring up last week. Um, Speaking of name drop, is this Erica? Yes, we were invited to Erica's watch party of the Traitors. Um, and we watched the premiere uh, of that. And it was fun. Um, and uh, we're excited to watch the rest of the season. Neither of us have watched monday's episode but we'll see where it goes traders canada we know what happens we though. do know what happens in it uh, <laughs> and i'm not excited to watch anymore so we're <laughs> yeah. done yeah. <laughs> um the reason but. we watched is uh gone so <laughs> uh thanks for bringing that up joel and i was trying to not say that good night everybody I was trying to not say that i was trying to encourage people to watch it um, uh, but yeah, thank you to Erica for inviting us and we would love to have her back on the show if we can soon. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening and talk to you soon and bye-bye. I just realized that I, um, I thought of a joke, uh, after we stopped recording and I want to say it. Um, and so here goes this week we said goodbye to Sabaya. Thanks for listening, everybody. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 